Welcome into State Your Line, a podcast for Kansas Cityans by Kansas Cityans. We are the Ritz Brothers. Today is September 14th, Victory Monday here for us. Uh, really can't complain. We've got our voices. We've got a 1-0 record. And I love Patrick Mahomes on my team. I think you said that 20 times. 100 times. <laughs> it became more. like it was like your mantra for more throughout the game. More times than that. More. Yeah. How many? Because all those Browns fans were barking at me. Barking. Literally. They bark. Yeah. They're they weird. Bark. They're a weird, weird bunch, those Browns well, fans. Well, imagine being a Browns fan. You got to be a weird a bunch. Weird. They're barkers, and that's what I responded with. Yeah. They, um, I mean, it was an incredible atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It was an incredible day yesterday. I really don't feel that bad today. Yeah. I don't mixed either. Mixed in the Lots um, of them. Had to stay hydrated. I, uh, well, more on that. To come. To yes. come. Uh-huh. Mix, trying to mix in the water more, but mm-hmm. I was forced to drink beer by the Kansas City Chiefs they organization. Made they made me. Um, and, uh, I mean, yeah, it was, it was one of those classic games where, um, we were behind 22 to 10 at halftime, but I really didn't feel that bad. No, I didn't. I at wasn't all. really worried. Nope. Um, we our offense had looked good. There, I think there was just like I think there was like four or five possessions in the first half. Mm-hmm. I think our offense had the ball twice, and uh, in the whole first half, because Cleveland had long drives, we had long drives, and um, so I really wasn't all that nervous being down twelve at halftime uh, because I thought we looked good, uh, and so. I felt fine, and mm-hmm. I just knew we were going to come back. I knew it was going to happen. It's such a it's such a good feeling to have. Um, but I think before we get to all that, Arrowhead, yes. the tailgate, it's back. The fans, mm-hmm. the stadium, it was everything I thought it was going to be, and more. Like we had been talking about, and people uh, who have um, who we tailgate with, we've been talking about like how it's probably going to feel like 18 months of pent up. Like mm-hmm. we want to be out there pent up demand for tailgating. And it was, yep. and the tailgate was 10 out of 10. The fans were 10 out of 10. I mean, it felt like a playoff game It did, as far as like how we were all just like going nuts at the tailgate meeting pre tailgate, um, getting out there. Everything was just, it was 10 out of 10. And it was like 18 months of wanting to tailgate all coming together mm-hmm. in one big tailgate. It was and 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 fans. It was so loud. Yeah, it was insane. It was insanely was loud, awesome. and it was the, the eighteen months also led to just like everyone over bringing food, beer. I got there was so much. I've got like fifty homemade chocolate chip cookies in my garage oh, really? right now. Yeah. Wow, that sounds delicious. I know. So Amazing. I got to eat them yeah, before everyone they get had all that. stale. And you guys will be happy to know. Everybody blocks guy. He's back. He's, He's there. Got his tickets. Look like he brought his brother, maybe or something. They look a know, lot alike. I don't know if he intentionally sat not next to us. Yeah, he did not sit next to us. Um, and I couldn't, so I couldn't hear. And I was sitting on the other end, mm-hmm. um, so I couldn't hear. But next to a new um, season ticket holder rival that we might have to get in a fight with at some point. <laughs> <laughs> who are you talking about? This that guy who was sitting two rows in front of us just. The worst Chiefs fan of all time. Oh yeah, um, uh-huh. and just just wanted to start fights mm-hmm. so bad with, like, the whole with everyone. Yeah, with Chiefs fans, with Browns fans, was just making up reasons to want to fight us. That, 
Regardless, that everybody blocks is back. Everybody blocks guys back. back. We he's were all still very got his ex- beer tab. We were all band. very excited to see him. Mm-hmm. We didn't. We were. We, we, he doesn't know us. We didn't say hi to him. Mm-hmm. But we talked to the you know the group in front of us who has had season tickets right there in front of us for a long time. Some of the people down the row a little bit further. We were all excited to have everybody blocks yeah. guy back. And like the participation for nobody quits the response to everybody blocks There's like seven people doing it it was loud it was the, the loudest i'd ever heard it normally it's just one other person mm-hmm. he's back he also is back the guy yeah. who responds but there was like because there's the everybody people. block guys and then there's the nobody quits guy mm-hmm. yeah and he's back too yeah. so but yeah it was just um it was incredible yeah i felt like everyone wanted to bring food so we had so much food at the tailgate um we had uh, plenty of beer a lot of people stopping by, a lot of wanderers. Those are my favorite people too. Mm-hmm. If like, and maybe they're not always like wandering to our group, but like the people you see, and they're dressed a little bit different than the season ticket holders and the and the primary tailgaters, right? Mm-hmm. So you have the primary tailgaters, which are the people that get there first, get set up. They have tents, they have tables, they've got trash cans, they've got pee tents, right? And we're going to mm-hmm. talk about our mixed plate is like the best moves for a tailgate. Yep. Um, and then you have the wanderers who are usually dressed a little bit nicer uh-huh. than the season ticket holders. Maybe they're not in like beer stained jerseys and uh, uh, Capri cargo shorts, yeah, camo, camo cargo, cargo shorts. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and they're like from your carrying, they're usually carrying like a, a 12 pack mm-hmm. of, of beer with cooler no cooler. Space. Looking for and cooler they're on space. the phone mm-hmm. and they're just like, a lot of times, yeah, they're just like looking for their tailgate. Mm-hmm. I love those people too. Like the world needs, both. Both. You need the serious tailgaters who bring the grill and all the equipment and the coolers. And you need the people that just this is their this is their only game they're going to mm-hmm. and they're wandering and they're looking for a tailgate to join. Listen, you're always invited to our tailgate. Always yeah. invited. We we did a real crappy job preparing ice wise this this tailgate. So not enough ice. Is that on me? That's on you. So I had 20 pounds of ice. I didn't know how many people I was getting ice for. Two, That's enough for two group. coolers. No, it's not. That was. Not two big coolers. Mm-hmm. It was not. Okay. It was not. So It was. It was other people dumped their beer on on top of our beer, and then there wasn't ice for nope. them. I made the coolers, Kevin. Okay. I made the coolers. I put the beer in there. There wasn't enough ice. But, um, but yeah, I mean, the, it was Arrowhead, GEHA field at Arrowhead. Didn't bother me all that much. Um it's it huge. was incredible. It was incredible. So, mm-hmm. um, game, the football game. Yes. Do you want my post post game reaction first, or do you want my what was in my notes app during the game? I want your what was in the notes app during okay. the game. We're first. Yeah. Uh, first uh, note that was popped up in my um, in my notes app after the. Uh, so these are notes that I'm taking during the game. Maybe a little overserved. Um, uh, the defense is stinky. That was one. Mm-hmm. They were stinky in that first half, as we yeah. probably wrote it. Um, I wanted to. I just have in here murder Dan Sorensen for not taking out Baker Mayfield on the rewatch. I forgot Baker Mayfield basically pancaked Dan Sorensen. Yep. On that sweep end around, Baker Mayfield went to block and is selling out, and Dan Sorensen gets flat out blocked by Baker mm-hmm. Mayfield. Like you get one chance to hit him, and he didn't do that. Um. Mahomes is still drifting back a little too far. Yeah, he and is getting into trouble yeah, well, he by was. drifting back too far. Um, Lucas Niang might stink. I called that. Yeah, uh-huh. he didn't look very good. No, neither tackle looked good. Um, the defense was much better after you know in the second half they had a long rest. They probably sat for like an hour be- mm-hmm. with with uh, 
maybe not an hour, but at least a half an hour with halftime, and then our offense went on first and did like an eight. Got rested drive. up, made adjustments, looked real good coming mm-hmm. back out. Um, Thornhill was legit, like great in the second. He's half. legit. He's mm-hmm. a player. He forced the fumble in the second half. Uh, Blake Bell, love the Blake Bell sneak. The Blake Bell sneak. I need more Bell Dozer packages. Need that. If you're a Big Twelve fan, you remember the Bell Dozer. Uh, worked really well for Oklahoma, except against K State. But and uh, my last note was the Browns are good. Baker was good, and the Browns will be in the playoffs. Um, yeah, I think that's a fair take. Uh, but again, I love having Patrick Mahomes on my team. Like. Do you want Baker with the ball down four, needing a touchdown, or or Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, exactly. I mean, exactly. but or do you want Patrick Mahomes down ten in the fourth quarter, uh, with ten minutes left? Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're 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 right. And yeah. we like we don't need to be perfect mm-hmm. uh, to beat good teams like the Browns, right? Like the Browns are probably. I think the second or third best team in the AFC at this mm-hmm. point. The, the the Titans looked poopy. Uh, the Bills looked very poopy. Double poop. The Steelers, yeah. I just I don't think poopy also. Yeah, yeah. Special um, teams touchdown. So like, got, yeah, th- we can overcome. We have Patrick Mahomes, so like we don't have to be perfect to beat the second best team in the AFC. Um, I think the Browns have to be absolutely perfect, and Baker Mayfield is not good enough to mm-hmm. uh, have to overcome some things that don't go right. Yes, because every little thing matters so much. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. again, the, the Browns weren't able to overcome turnovers or anything like that. Because once that started happening, it's like, all right, we've got this. Mm-hmm. Things are starting to bounce our way. They're screwed. Did you have any notes app? That I didn't you take to get any off notes. Your, off uh, chest? No, I didn't take any notes. Uh, I got a couple good pictures uh, of us. I mean, I was told that I was on TV. Did Shirt you? on, though. Is that Thank true? Goodness. It's true. It's true. I was on TV. Did um, you find it? No, I didn't find it. Right. And um, yeah, I was just really happy to see everybody block Sky. That's what I was most <laughs> concerned with. And I loved having Patrick Mahomes on my team. I told everybody that multiple, multiple times, multiple times in the stadium. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, a ton of fun. I, I just am amazed by just the calmness I can have because like the full trust in Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Down ten in the fourth quarter. He makes that play it very – I think the parallels between that and, like, the fourth and nine against Baltimore in 2018, the style of throw and everything, yeah, just yeah. throwing it up to Tyreek and hoping mm-hmm. he'd be there. It's just unfair. It's a cheat code. Um, it's incredible. Yeah. So so um, Mahomes so – so now I'm getting into my post-game notes. Okay. Basically, um, what I did at work today. Okay. <laughs> Good job. Um, is it the September dominance of Mahomes? So that's one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mahomes is nine and two in his last eleven games when he's trailing by ten points. That's more. good. So like any game where he's trailed by more than ten points, in his last eleven games, he's nine and two. For some context over his career, he has a six twenty five winning percentage when trailing by ten points at some point in the game. Six twenty five winning percentage. That means he wins. Almost six out of ten. Uh, second best of all time is Tom Brady with a three ninety four winning mm-hmm. percentage. Third best is Montana with a three seventy winning percentage. So like Patrick Mahomes wins more games than he loses when he's trailing by more than ten points at some point. Not only that, but Mahomes is eight and zero against Baker, uh, Lamar Jackson, and Josh Allen. So Impressive. like three guys that 
are like the best young talents in the AFC that will probably have a lot of playoff games against. I mean, I, I would say like a lot of regular season matchups against too, because you're going to play the top teams in the league every year. Every year, you're going to play the first mm-hmm. place winners in in every divi- in the other divisions in your conference every yep. year. So yeah, uh, eight and zero against those guys. So um, yeah, what what? Go ahead, say it. I love having Patrick Mahomes on my team. <laughs> exactly. I, exactly, it's a um, mantra I live by. He does. He does cover up some flaws. Mm-hmm. So a few of those. Uh, Lucas Niang was ranked 60th out of 61 tackles. Not good. And uh, Orlando Brown wasn't much better in this stat either. And so this is a stat called pass block win rate, which is a, a, a subjective or an objective stat that just looks at like uh, player tracking data and like when a pass blocker gets beat by the guy that they're supposed to to block. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was 60th out of 61 uh, for tackles. Yeah. Uh, Luke wasn't that uh, not, not good. good. Not good. CEH, Clyde Edwards Alaire. Yeah. How'd he do? Not good. Objectively, though, Danny. So you got it out for Clyde. I mean, you, you said in your bold <laughs> predictions that's last true. week that he's not that guy. So are you just subjectively saying this? Okay. Well, I did post a little a screenshot of uh-huh. him missing a wide open hole. I remember seeing that live. Uh-huh. That was bad. I could see it from 342 and he couldn't see it. But he there. was, um, he had. Negative 28 rushing yards over expected. So, again, this is a, a stat that um, uses player tracking data that basically tries to isolate running back performance because, as we know, like a running back's performance depends a lot on the offensive line, depends a lot on how many defenders are in the box, mm-hmm. defen- depends a lot on the defense that you're playing. So, it says, based off player tracking data, uh, when the running back receives the ball, and where their offensive line is and where the defense is, what is the expected rushing yards uh, on that play? Um, And it's a pretty steady stat, right? Like the reason people like these stats like pass block win rate and rushing yards over expected is it's uh, predictive of future performance. It's not just like a stat that doesn't have any significance. Like it's relatively significant. Mm -hmm. CEH was negative 28. On yeah, rushing yards that's not good. over expected. Mm-hmm. So, uh, not good there. Um, and the defense, yeah, the defense was was stinky. Yeah, in the uh, first half, no Tyron Matthew, no Tyron Matthew, no Frank Clark. Uh, so your your calls for where is Frank Clark? Those were legit this year because mm-hmm. he was not playing. I didn't so, say that. No, you didn't. No. Okay. I did. I did fire off. Uh, is Chris Jones playing uh, yeah. today tweet in the first half? Yeah, like five minutes into the game. <laughs> no, no. This was like deep into the second <laughs> That was quarter. overreaction. Uh, uh, it was an overreaction because he had two sacks. Yeah, and also I think oh, – what did I see? I thought that – I think Travis and uh, Tyreek garnered like 90% of the targets or something like that. They had 64% of the targets went to Hill and Kelsey, mm-hmm. and they got 89% of the yards. Yeah. Uh, so 64% of the targets – Went to Hill and Kelsey for 89% uh, of the yardage. Yeah. So that's very good. And McCole Hardman still can't out-snap Demarcus Robinson. No. He's not Pringle, 11 much. snaps. Hardman, mm-hmm. 45. D-Rob, 48 of the, I think, um, close to 70 offensive snaps. Yep. So, um, so, yeah, I mean, also frustrating, the trick plays from Andy. A lot um, of them. Didn't, didn't work. Those two did not work. We spent um Throwing the ball to Mike Rimmers. We spent a whole lot of money on the offensive line. And the first time in the season, we get first and goal from the three-yard line, and we throw a pass play to a backup offensive lineman. Mike Rimmers. Uh, So Mm -hmm. instead of – we have a first-round draft pick at running back. 
we have uh, lots of draft picks and capital uh, money on the offensive line. And uh, we have the best quarterback in the NFL, the best wide receiver in the NFL, and the best tight end in the NFL. And we ran a play to our backup right tackle. Hey, if it worked, you'd be calling him a genius. I would not. Yes, you would. No. I love it. I never want Andy Reid to stop doing this stuff. I, I never want Andy Reid. Because you get the good with the bad. But you don't have to. That's called improving. Mm -hmm. Improving means getting more of the good and less of the bad. You okay. don't have to get the good with the bad. You can look at your flaws as a coach and say, hey, these are flaws that I have. Sometimes I get too cute. Sometimes I try too many trick plays. Uh, I should try to get rid of some flaws so that I become a better coach. Yeah, then maybe we don't get the Blake Bell, third and one quarterback sneak. That worked. That's simple. Yeah, it worked. Yeah. And so we, again, because he's innovative enough to try new things, we get the Mike Rimmers shovel pass. Mm. That's why. Okay. And I well, say never stop creating, Andy Reid. Hand the ball off to Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Three mm -hmm. times if you've got the ball first and goal from the three yard line. Yeah. Um, so that was uh, that was really all I had. I mean, okay. First game, no injuries. Uh, that was cool. Yeah, staying ben, healthy is big. Ben Neiman still hate him. You know, he covered a sweet fumble. Covered a sweet fumble. Mm -hmm. uh, ben Sorens or Dan Sorensen. I mean, it might as well just be Ben Sorensen. Yeah, just <laughs> call him the same. The two of them. Uh, I mean, Dan, Dirty Dan played every snap. Juan Thornhill every snap. Ben Neiman. Uh, did get out snapped by Nick your Bolton. guy Nick Bolton. Nick who Bolton was, looked great. He was flying around. Yeah, he was flying around, and I like to see that. Um, yeah, that was it. Juan Thornhill, yeah, played played awesome, which is so good to see. When him and Tyron are back, like we need to see Dan's snaps like decrease. You won't quite a bit. You won't. You won't see him decrease. Nope. Uh, but yeah, Chiefs are yeah. Chiefs are good. Um, Chiefs are going to be really good. Uh, and. Very excited that Patrick, back. Patrick Mahomes in September, baby. Mm. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Um, all right. Let's move into some openings. This also, week. I loved seeing like all the new players uh, and just like players in general just tweeting like how good it was to have the crowd back. Mm -hmm. at like Creed Humphrey tweeted like I've never experienced anything like that and some of the other new players. So, yeah, the B2 stealth bomber flying overhead. Mm. Did you cry? Beautiful. I cried. It's beautiful. Uh, and the Kansas City Symphony. Doing the national anthem. Love that. Our guy. Beautiful. Jason Sieber. Yes. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's get into the show with some openings. Um, we've so got to talk about like college football or, or Royals or anything? Um, no. I, I don't either. K-State. Skyler Thompson. I, I hear they're optimistic he's going to play again this year. So uh, that's good news. Okay. Um, Mizzou lost. Yeah. K-State held Stanford to seven points uh, in week one, and they just – Got Clay Helton fired yeah. at USC because yeah. they put up a forty burger on him. So forty burger, they they scored forty on him. No, but that's not. A thing. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, all right, let's talk a little bit. Uh, sorry, Tigers. Oh, dude, Andrew Benatendi did win the Player of the Week. Player of the Week, yeah. In the, the five hundred, it was like fourteen for twenty eight. Yeah, three dongs. Yeah, impressive. Um, all right, let's talk. Also, um, last week, I think when we were we were recording the interview and the Royals were playing, it was an epic game. Pinatendi uh, saved the game by robbing a home run. That was sweet. Yeah. That was like right when we recorded. That was sweet. Um, all right. Uh, we've got Airbnb for uh, ponds. <laughs> yeah. Like, have you ever been like, man, I just want to like have a good spot to go fishing, but I don't know somebody with a pond. I don't have a friend with a farm. 
Uh, but I wish I could just go somewhere and, and, and what a line. Mm-hmm. We got it. We got it now. Kansas, yeah. City, Kansas City guy putting it together. Um, a Missouri guy. Missouri he, guy. He grew okay. up in, uh, or he was born and raised like outside of Columbia, Mo, mm-hmm. and went to William Jewell uh, College. Uh, and uh, yeah, started a app called Pond Day. One word, of course. Uh-huh. I wonder if it has any vowels. I didn't look that up. Uh, I don't know. You know if it's just like P&D. That, that might look like pound day. Yeah. Don't want to get those confused. Yeah. They already have apps for that. Mm-hmm. Pound day. Um, yeah. Pond day. Uh, it was started by Parker Tergen. Um, it's, it's what you said. It's an Airbnb for like private ponds and lakes. So like people who have like a private pond and like, I think it can also include like the house that's a part of it. Right. So like if you want to put your house or your RV or whatever it is yeah. like that can also be a part of it. But, but yeah, um, that's, that's exactly what it is. It's Airbnb for, for lakes and ponds. I guess uh, if you want to go fishing, I, I public lakes and ponds do exist. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but sure. I maybe want a little privacy. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. uh, I think it started in July. It's had 30 bookings so far. They've got 10 locations right now. They're just in Missouri. Okay. That's it. So they've got 10 different, you know, ponds you can book for the day. Wow. Uh, so that's so pond if, day. If you're itching to, to what a line. Yeah. Pond so day. Parker Turgan, again, he's from the Kansas City area. And uh, I'll be interested to see if this one. Hmm. It takes off. Yeah. Pond day. I don't know about it. We'll see. Marrying, the, marrying technology and the outdoors. Yeah. It's a big industry. The, I mean, there's a lot of Airbnb properties that have. Yeah. I don't get the difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Maybe it's just for those ones I, that don't. I have. wonder if, like, in the winter, you can rent out a pond to ice skate on. Yeah, possibly. I've Maybe never some done hockey. That. Uh, or uh, what's the broom ball, stick ball? What do you play? You play like hockey with brooms Mm-mm. on ice. I don't know. It looks pretty fun. Okay, it looks very fun. But that's pond day. Uh, we'll see about this one. All right. Also, looking fun. Uh, the Renaissance Festival is back. When is that? Uh, it started last weekend. We oh, missed it. We missed it on it. openings. Dang um, it. it started last it. weekend. It goes every Saturday and Sunday until October 11th. Um, actually, Kev, we're it rebranded as Casey Renfest. Oh, Renfest. Renfest. I think Renaissance was too hard to say. Renaissance I re- Festival. I legitimately Renfest. think I, no one knows how to spell Renaissance. Nope. No one knows how to spell. I spelled coincidence correctly on my first try today, and I about threw a parade for I myself. I think it's coin science. Coincidence, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like coin. Mm-hmm. Coin. Yeah. Yeah. I was very proud of myself. First I am try. proud of you. But First Rena- try. Renaissance, um, that's a that's a doozy. Yeah. Not a chance. No chance. So Renfest. So it's Renfest. Mm-hmm. Um Festival. No, that can't get tricky. Festival's pretty easy. That's pretty easy. Yeah. They um Yeah, it's the oldest Renfest in the country. The wow. Kansas City one. And uh yeah, obviously, um, you know, with some turkey legs. The jousting is at the same time. Every day. So, like, they have jousting every day. They have... Uh, um, turkey legs. Turkey legs. Um, they've uh, got... History tours. They've got... Uh, yeah. What else? This is out in Bonner Springs, out by the stupid um, concert <laughs> venue out there. <laughs> With a new name. Everyone hates. That just got a new name. It's the worst venue ever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then each week is a different theme. So, like, last weekend, the theme was swashbucklers and sirens, which is basically like dressed like a pirate. Okay. Uh, this weekend, or no, this past weekend was Highland Fling, which is like traditional Scottish games. This upcoming weekend, Heroes and Villains. 
Okay. Some people dress in Marvel and Star Wars characters. Sure. That doesn't make sense. Well, it's, there's probably a but... good amount of crossover there. Okay. People who go to Renfest, people who go to Comic Con. Okay. Um, 25th, Shamrocks and Shenanigans. You know, hey, that type of thing. And if your kid's an honor student, they get in free. Yeah. They're doing so. a dog weekend. Uh, Barkbarian Brewfest. Mm. That's a good name. Yeah, that's a pretty good pun. Barkbarian. And that's October 2nd and 3rd. Correct. Is the Barkbarian. So, and then and then it ends on the 16th and it's Halloween themed. So, um, yeah, you can get married out there. Oh. You know, if that's your thing. Man. You can you might, hold a, your wedding festival there. I might just see Lope. Do it. Do it, Kev. Probably mm-hmm. be cheaper. Yeah, it would. Uh, all right. So, the Renfest. Happening every weekend. Renaissance. Uh, October. I went um, with, I don't know if this is right. I went with R E N A S S I A N C E. No idea. You want yeah. me to check it? Nah. Okay. We'll let it roll. Um, all right. Also, uh, let's see. Marco Polo Collections Wine Shop. That's right. Opening up. Dude, this is like right in our neighborhood. I don't know how in I the hood? this. It's in Waldo. It's right okay. like around the corner it's the storefront is on 75th street like around the corner from the fusion asian place right there boru no 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 on uh the the northeast corner of 75th and morning oh kira kira moko yeah yeah and it's, it's on the corner so the storefront is on 75th, 75th street right like, next to those new apartments the new apartments yeah. coming up and mm-hmm. everything like that so i have those are like seen pretty it. much done those high rises i know and by high rise i mean like three or four stories yeah i haven't <laughs> That's seen big it for yet Waldo. um but apparently it's been open this started this was started by nate riley and emily maher um started as like an online retailer to get like um cheap or not cheap but like new weird wines to people um and then you know everything started to open back up so they started a storefront uh features a lot of like old world wines i don't know what that means i can Mm-mm. pretend to know what that means or old world uh, maybe from italy is that what that means i get because that because that's oh, like water because that's that's I older. Just spill water out of my state your line koozie state your line koozie come get on. some come get some five dollars each um yeah the old world yeah i guess i'm guessing like spain and italy and new world is like New Zealand, Australia, America. And US. Yeah, that's what I think. All right. Mm-hmm. We'll say that. Go with that. Portugal. They have, they have a lot of um, small family owned wineries. Basically, a lot of their wine, like you can't get anywhere else in the in the city or anywhere else in the United States. So they have a storefront now. You can go in and drink there. You can go in and do like tastings with some of the winemakers. Yep. They, you can do private events and rent it out. Um, they've also um, done like tastings at companies. So they can like come to your company and do a tasting in person. Wow. If your company allows that. I love so, that. Uh, Marco Polo Collections, 75th and Warnell and Waldo by the new apartments. That's all. That's the easiest way to say it. Okay. All right. That sounds pretty sweet. I got to go try that out. Great happy hour spot is what it sounds like. I bet. Uh-huh. All right. Oh, man. Especially if they had like wine. When you can get wine at happy hour prices, I'm mm-hmm. all about that. Uh, especially I'm because about that. most I, of the time I, wine by the glass it's a scam. Well, mm-hmm. not a scam, but it's like a rip Nine dollars. Kind of. And I'm like, yeah. I can buy a bottle for that. And I just don't feel good about it. I know. Mm-hmm. But if you can get wine happy hour, like we're talking five, six dollars per glass. Count me. In. I'm in. Um, all right. Next up, uh, let's move into some, some what we tried this week. Uh, this week, uh, I got to go out to Martin Luther King Park. For oh, yeah. the Kin City Symphony Mobile Music Box Series. So you tried two things. Well, I'm just going to talk about this one. What are you saying, too? I wrote well, down something else. M- MLK Park. MLK and Park. Mobile Music Fest. And so I didn't go 
over to like the park, so we were set up kind That'd be of weird in, in the like lawn went... next to it. Yeah, I thought me as a dude going over there by myself. No kids. That's a sketchy vibe. Yeah. I didn't want to put off any vibes like that. Did it look pretty tight though? It looked pretty tight and it was packed. Okay. I mean, just so many kids running around like, like crazy like over there. Ants on a, like ants on, on a, a piece log. of uh piece of chocolate that fell out of your picnic. Ants basket. on a log, yep. Yep. That's what it looked like. Uh so yeah, tons of tons of kids out there playing. Uh so that the park looked awesome. They've also got some like uh, like picnic tables and little grills that you can set up there Sweet. as a park too. Everything um, new? Everything new. Sweet. Everything new. Looks great. Uh, and then the mobile music box was awesome. Uh, brought a uh, picnic blanket, uh, some wine, some quirks, a little cheese and crackers. Ooh. Real nice. Real nice little setup. Uh, they played the classics, um, you know, from Beethoven and Bach and um, I don't know the other names of sure. any composers, maybe. but uh, Mozart, yeah. And then also then they played the Beatles. Um, Sweet. And so they got a little bit of everything, little classical, some modern music, uh, a ton of fun, a great way to, to spend an evening. So check them out. Just Google Kansas City Symphony Mobile Music Box. Um, and they've, they've probably got some more events coming up here soon. So I would recommend it. It's great, easy. They play for about an hour. And uh, you're in and out. It's awesome. Beautiful. Free. Free 99. I love that. Yeah. Um, that sounds like a delightful um, It's a delightful evening. little evening. Um, I spent um, a recent lunch with another delightful event, the Il Sorrow Sandwich at Bella Napoli. So okay. I've been to Bella Napoli, but I'd only had their pizza. I haven't, hadn't had their, their sandwich. Okay. Is it possible to marry a sandwich? Um, or to fall in love with a sandwich? Yeah, I've fallen in love with, like, I mean, the Z-Man. That's a good point. I'm in love. But the Il Saro. The Rocket Pig, yeah. The Il Saro, it's the number one at Bella Napoli. Um, and if you ask the the staff there, like, it's their, their it's the best sandwich. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a little salami, capicola, mortadella, which are, are all three just, like, different types of, like, ham, pork. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Like, Cured in different ways and uh, yep. sausages that are made differently. Then you got a little provolone. Provolone. A giratanera. A giratanera. Which is the no hot peppers. Oh, you I know, love the little those, yeah. A little, and then a little balsamic vinaigrette. Uh, and yeah, it was incredible. Awesome. I wanted to um, spend the rest of my day with that sandwich. Maybe take it to something like a picnic mm-hmm. in the park. Yeah, and go tonight it. as we're releasing this Tuesday, September fourteenth, Meadowbrook, Meadowbrook Park, uh, seven p.m. There, seven p.m. Uh, so right in front of the clubhouse. That that sounds like a nice little evening right there. Take the Il Saro from Bill and Apple. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Lovely, lovely. Um. All right. Uh. Next, let's see. Okay. Episode seven and eight. All right. Ted Lasso episode seven. Uh, and eight will review uh, as we keep up with our uh, favorite Kansas City and Jason Sudeikis. So honorary uh, Kansas City and Ted Lasso as well. Honorary, yes, exactly. Um, all right, so kind of starting to get a little deep here. Episode seven. Uh, Ted's got to uh, finally try to start some therapy, and uh, he's not a fan at all. And I, I like that they're um, they they keep touching on some very kind of serious subjects mm-hmm. here and there. A, a, dash of seriousness and then the levity of so, some humor in Ted's character. Yeah. I thought the, uh, the, the way that they approached that of like him 
trying to go to therapy. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. I thought it was perfect. It was it was great. Yeah, for both I love those when characters. he just rips the therapist too. Like, uh-huh. oh, you give me a f- you charge by the hour, and yet you only see me for fifty minutes. And that, and that, um, the 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 scene too. The first time he tries to go to the therapist, and he just can't stop <laughs> yeah. being Ted, like extra Ted Lasso, right? Where yeah. he's sitting in there, and every single object on her desk, and every single. Like he can't find a place to sit. He's just got so he deflects with all those little quirky idioms, and and mm-hmm. that that's the first time he goes in there, right? Where he's just like deflecting with with all those little Ted Lasso isms that we love, right? And that mm-hmm. define his character. But when they're viewed in that sense, like yeah, we love them when he's doing them and being folksy to characters. But when he's doing it to a therapist, it's like oh, okay, like this is telling me a little bit more about this character, mm-hmm. maybe why he's so charming and so like quirky and whatnot and and um it made you feel super uncomfortable when he's like sitting there and trying to talk and then yeah. the next time he goes in you know he just goes he just rips the therapist yeah. a new one and why he doesn't like them and uh yeah i think i think that's interesting i love the relationship that they're building i think we've been talking about this oh and i love the actor who plays the therapist like yeah that, that's great casting there she's good she has very kind eyes Yes. Like very approachable eyes. But it's very serious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, Nate. Unlikable this season. Irredeemable. Yeah. I don't know where his arc is going. It it, it has to be going towards like redemption. But right? from what? Besides like being a kind of a turd. I think the moral of um, his story, I think the moral of his story is like a little bit of Icarus, right? Flying too close to the sun. Like, okay. like and, and we saw a little bit of that in, in, uh, in episode eight where he's like, you know, he gets the endorsement deal that Roy and, and beard didn't want. But also I think like part of what they're trying to do with Nate's story is like, I mean, and I've said this on the podcast, but like social media might be the worst invention of all time. Yeah. Like Twitter and Facebook, like might legitimately be the worst invention ever. And Mm -hmm. I think that is kind of what they're trying to get at because he becomes so consumed and he's not even listening to people uh, anymore and all he's doing is he's become so attached to how he's viewed by others on social media uh-huh. uh, and then one negative thing and he goes off on the on the kit man mm-hmm. um, that replaced him and he completely forgets where he came from and and uh, and I think that is part of maybe what they're trying to get at with with him mm-hmm. um, so yeah it was that was probably my least favorite episode episode seven because it was just like Man, you hated Nate so much, and you haven't like really hated any of the main yeah, characters. That, yeah, other than it that. reminds me a little bit of how like, um, like towards the end of the office, all of a sudden they made us hate Andy Bernard, and I'm like, why did you make me hate Andy? Yeah, like yeah. he was such a fun, lovable, dopey, kid. and now like I hate him, and that's not I didn't fun. Even finish it. Oh yeah, you'll you'll get so frustrated, and you're like, why do I have to hate Andy Bernard? This sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's how I feel about Nate. It was uh, of season one, such a like. You know, he's getting picked on and you're rooting for him to overcome all these things. And now you're just like, God, this guy kind of stinks. Yeah. I do uh, love, I do love like the, uh, the way that like the characters just kind of say what, what they're feeling instead of like building tension through not saying it. Like when, mm-hmm. when Keely, you know, when Roy walks in on some of their meetings and Keely and Roy's like, are you talking about me? And Keely's like, yeah. And he's like, yeah. all right. Yeah. And like, I could just see that being a moment in other television shows where like, no, we're not talking about you. And then they like build tension through that. But I thought the way they just built tension by like Roy was embarrassed that Keely was not talking about him, but like that she was saying that 
he was attached to her. And mm-hmm. why didn't he just say that to her in the first place? So I did love that. And, uh, but yeah, um, I did that. Nate, yeah. irredeemable. I, we'll, I we'll called it early. It I called it very early. I don't know where it's going, but it was very annoying. Um, all right. Uh, episode eight, uh, where to start, uh, with, um, uh, Sharon or the doctor getting hit by the, the car accident. Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe she got a little bit of a drinking problem. Maybe and that's uh, kind of was an unexpected, you know, everyone's got some demons. There's a little bit of references to that. Like, you know, Ted, Ted doesn't shy away from drinking like no one in the show really does. And, mm-hmm. and like the bad night Ted has in season one where he yells at Nate, uh, you know, he's drinking in that yeah. pretty mm-hmm. heavily. So there's some implications there. But yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I, I loved this episode. Uh, yeah, and then we eventually got the Sam payoff, and Rebecca. The between Sam and Rebecca. Um, yeah, I uh, I didn't think that's how this was gonna go. Like when this show started, mm-hmm. I'm starting to get more interested in their storyline. Yeah, not super bought in. I don't really care all that much, mm-hmm. but I do like that. I I do like both those characters. Yeah, I do too. Uh, and I again kind of give us the uh, the, the cliffhanger ending with them mm-hmm. uh sleeping together at the end of the episode uh and then uh i mean jamie tart was it like i know he finally struck back mm-hmm. and that was like a a moment where it's like all right he finally retaliated and then now it's like kind of big brother role model roy i know Therefore, yeah that was a great like that moment. whole relationship i think has been a great part of season two because of how much they hated each other mm-hmm. in season one yeah it was a great moment roy hugging jamie um i love that and mm-hmm. uh yeah other things from this episode um i loved i loved the haircut scene mm-hmm. i thought that was like really really well done and yep. uh, well shot and just like a funny way to make that um to make that a big part of it i, I love that um yeah, and I'm I'm interested to see like where they go with like it's it looks like I don't know what's gonna happen. But Ted like hasn't been a really good coach lately. Mm-hmm. And I'll be interested to see like his job as a coach. Like he hasn't been really performing it yeah. very well. Right. Mm-hmm. Like his outlook of like everything's gonna be okay, everything's gonna be fine. Like, Rom communism. That's not yeah, and I don't think that's reality, right? Mm-hmm. And I think Roy has um, kind of taken over that. So, like, I'll be interested to see if, like, Ted doesn't want to, if we don't, like, move on from this. Or, yeah. like, Roy becomes the head coach and Ted Ted moves on to something different because there are just, like, a lot of implications that, like, Ted hasn't been a very good coach. Roy's not watching the, the game film. Ted doesn't really know anything about soccer. Still. Um, Beard is going to games on shrooms. Yeah. Um, and I'll be interested. I, I feel like they're. I feel like Nate's going to like. Nate feels like he's a better coach than Ted at this point. Mm-hmm. I think that's the what they're getting at. Nate is going to feel like he's a better coach than Ted because Nate was kind of giving some looks at Ted and Roy and Beard for like their confessions that the those guys made when when they were going around the circle and talking about their confessions. Their confessions hurt the soccer team. Uh, Nate's confession. Of not um, of pretending to be spontaneous when he's been thinking about these things for a long time, he thinks he's helping the soccer team because he's the smart guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'll be interested to see. I, I bet I could see like Nate's final act being like um, some sort of sabotage of a game because he thinks he's better and uh, 
can coach better than than Ted. So or he goes behind Ted's back to Rebecca and says like I should mm-hmm. be the manager or some something like that and that won't work. And but, then we just really don't like Nate. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see where it goes from here. Yeah. And then yeah, I mean Ted finally kind of breaking breaking down that wall of like why or I think we're going to start to learn why he is the way he is because of his dad who committed suicide. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it'll be interesting. Lots of heavy topics. Uh, lots, lots. Uh, four more episodes left to go There's this tw- season. Really? I thought there was only 10 episodes. 12. Sweet. I know. So buckle up. Um, all right. Next up, let's I also do- just love how British the show is. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't try to, like, Americanize it at all. It just, like, it's very, very British. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's talk Kansas City in a week. I have a week. friend who lives in London, so, like, I get it. Yeah, right. we know titties. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. We got Kansas City of the week. Uh, Stephen Powell's and Brian Rooney. Or Stephen Powell's is from Boulevard and Brian Rooney from BKS Artisan Ales. Uh, what did they do to earn the nom or the win? They won um, a couple awards at the uh, International Beer Festival. What is it called? The I don't Great know. American Beer Festival. So the Great American Beer Festival is like the Oscars for for beer okay the oscars for like craft beer and beer um and they won awards uh so stephen powell's from boulevard he's been a brewer at boulevard since 1999 he got like the lifetime achievement so he knows a couple things yeah Yeah. he He got got like a lifetime achievement award what's Um, that called at the oscars is like the do they have a lifetime achievement award i think they just call it the lifetime achievement okay gotcha I don't know. I don't know. The MTV Music Video Awards, I think it's still the Michael Jackson like Lifetime Achievement Award. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if this one has one. Okay. But it's probably problematic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so that was Stephen Powell's from Boulevard. Um, again, just a legend of the game. And then BKS Artisan Ales, uh, their founder... Brian Rooney. Brian Rooney. Mm-hmm. Him and um, his wife founded it, yeah. And, and Brewer, they won a silver award for their beer in the Imperial IPA category for their beer, Clouds in the Hazy. Like that's got to be the IPA uh, category yeah. there. Like that's best leading actor, right? Well, it's the I mean, Imperial IPA. Like, oh, okay. So gotcha. it's like it's like if it, if it was like best actor was best IPA and mm-hmm. then it was like best actor in a comedy, best actor in a musical, best actor in a drama, drama. best actor in a sci-fi, best actor in okay. a... Uh, That's like how the yeah. Emmys, or who does it like that? Yeah, yeah. the Grammys, maybe. No, not mm-hmm. the, uh, the Emmys. Well, yeah. Yeah, they break it out. But like, there's like 10 different... The Golden Globes. Yeah. There's That's like 10 what I was thinking different of. You know, yeah. IPA categories. Yep. I think there's like 260 awards that are given Okay. Out. Yeah. Um, all right, so congratulations to them. Uh, all right, I think uh, we can let's let's save this next one for next week. Okay, all right, let's move into our uh, personal pine tar this week. Uh, you teased it earlier. Yes. Um, there, there was a water shortage at Arrowhead. Like I, I couldn't find it. There's no water to be bought. There, you could not buy water. In I the went corner down where we were. No, I went down to the to the level below us too. No water. No water. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's I had to drink beer instead. Yeah, it's a three thirty kickoff, so that means everyone's going to be at the tailgate early by mm-hmm. some po- by some standards, right? Like a couple hours before the game, like a noon kickoffs. I understand that the casuals like sometimes don't get there till like noon and, and just don't walk do in any tailgating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First game of the year, everyone's going to be tailgating because it's a later kickoff. It's 93 degrees out, folks. Yep. That wasn't new. That wasn't news. 
you couldn't buy a water anywhere yeah. in the stadium. I, I don't know how that's possible. I think personal, Mark Donovan. Personal pine I tars. Need, I demand answers, Mark Donovan. Our personal pine tars are, I think, reasonable, right? Mm -hmm. When it's a situation that can be fixed and is not, and something goes wrong because of poor execution on someone's end, there's absolutely no reason why they should run out of water. Like, yep. that's a dangerous combination. Drunk Chiefs fans can't buy water in your stadium that's on 93 a, degrees. Yeah. I could have been seriously hurt from the three beers that I bought and drank. I, exactly. Yeah. I was literally so parched. The only thing I could buy was beer. <laughs> well, in like, it's either beer or soda. soda. But like, soda would dehydrate you and... I, like I, I've, I would have felt worse drinking soda. Yeah, give me a like. There's big more old sugar stomach ache. Yeah, I would rather have a Mick Ultra on that day than a, a big old sugar stomach ache, Dr Pepper or something like that. Like, yes, that would have quenched or or tasted good, but Michelob Ultra is basically water, anyways. That's what I, that was my thought process. Um, I, I was thinking about just like, hey, is there ice in your bucket? Can I just like drink the I was beer water? So parched. Yeah, it was, was insane. That was pretty terrible by the Chiefs. Uh, Mark Donovan, we demand it. And we're not the only ones. Like I saw a bunch of stuff on Reddit. I saw other stuff mm -hmm. on Twitter. Like the whole stadium was basically sold out of water, and that just can't happen. Yeah, I, like I'm not. It's I, water. I, I love the troughs, but to pee in, not to drink out. It's life's giving. Mm -hmm. uh, su substance. Sustenance. Sustenance. Yep. It is required for life. Mm -hmm. And we didn't have any. We did not have any. And, you know, that probably leads a little bit into my personal parantar uh, because I couldn't drink water at the game. And then I had a 7.30 a.m. call mm. Monday morning. Yikes. So With no water. With no water. No water. Mark Donovan. I had to drink three more answers. beers at the stadium. And so that made me feel even worse at 7.30 in the morning. And you couldn't mix in a water.com, which is a solid strategy. Very solid. Beer, water, beer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so that was a real bummer. And come on. It's 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 fall. There's NFL Sundays. You can't be scheduling calls that early. Who scheduled it? Just don't. Where on the hierarchy? Um, your like, boss's boss. Your boss. No, this was an ex external a client. So, yeah. Damn it. I know, and they're on the East Coast, so like it's, they yep, aren't still, thinking about it. There, it's eight thirty. Eight thirty on a Monday is still a little rough. That's what I say. Yeah. Um, I also, um, again, I. When I get a little tipsy sometimes and I'm overheated, I'm a little hot, I get a little cranky, yeah. and I complain a little bit, but the new NFL Game Pass, or Game Pass, NFL Game Pass stinks. Oh, really? NFL Game Pass is a benefit we get with our season tickets. Yeah. Um, it used to be you would, you'd click watch the game and it would just show the entire game with no commercials. They have ads now oh, in NFL Game Pass. So it's a $99 of a yeah. year product. If I wasn't a season ticket holder, I would well, pay the cost of your season tickets go into that. Yes, so exactly. you pay for it. I pay for it. Yeah, ninety nine dollars a year. There are ads now in Game Pass that I have to skip through. So it's no different than DVRing it. Yeah, like I I used to like Game Pass. Because, All for a quick buck, NFL. Like seriously, get bent. You're charging ninety nine dollars for this product, and, and you're then giving you're me still shoving ads down and my you're throat. Still giving me ads. God, you it's suck. insane. That's so shitty. Damn That's it. so stupid. Yeah. And the fast forward option, it's it's skipped by 30 seconds. Okay. I um, like but, that. but you can't see the image to you're skipping to. Um, so you're just pressing 30 ahead, you know, like normally if you're skipping through mm -hmm. like on YouTube TV or YouTube, whatever. If you like skip through, 
you can see like what's going, what's happening. Yeah. You can't even, so you're just like blindly guessing as you're skipping through ads. Um, NFL Game Pass is a great way to like, this is not what I do because I'm not this big of a nerd and I have a full-time job that's not around football, but this is how like the analysts watch film. Mm-hmm. Imagine trying to watch film with that 30 second skip. Yeah. And that's all you have. 30, like that's not how you watch film. Like everything they're doing is wrong with NFL Game Pass. And mm-hmm. these are decisions that are made consciously by human beings employed not, by the NFL to not have enough water yep. at the stadium. There's no way you can mess that up. Yeah. You have, you know, you the forecast hundreds, you know hundreds the forecast. of data points to tell you how much water do people drink at games? It's a hot day. Let's double. It, that. And it's not like it was like fourth quarter rules around. Hey, we're out of water. They didn't have it in the second quarter. They didn't have it in the second quarter. Yeah. And then decisions being made by humans. Hey, we know people pay $99 a month for this product, but we're also going to put ads in the middle of the game pass. Hey, we know Kevin likes to drink beer on Sunday at Chiefs games, 7.30 a.m. meeting. That's unexcusable. Unexcusable. Um, all right, let's 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 move in. Let's talk some tailgating where we had so much fun. Uh, we want to do the mixed plate of tailgate moves. So, yes. uh, you know, I kind of got to approach this a little bit of like, okay, what, what would make me a good asset to a tailgate? What yeah, I, I was like, how do you improve your tailgate? Yeah. What are what are what, the best ways to make your tailgate, to optimize your tailgate? Okay. That's what I went with. All right. I got meet number one, episode 124. Uh, meet number one, how to be a good tailgater, good tailgate move. It starts with something simple, and it's being on time. Okay, I love this. Being on time. Preaching you got to be on me. time. Don't be uh. the guy that everybody has to wait for. Uh, you want to be on time. Mm. That's it. I remember waiting. For who? Your car. Yeah. You were in the car. Hey, I was ready to go. You were but in the somebody car. Somebody else in my car wasn't on time. So, yeah, be All on right. time. I agree. I was ready. I did my You're part. Preaching to the choir. Yeah. Um, I couldn't agree more with that. Uh, be on time. Saves everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the easiest, easiest number one, meet number one, how to optimize your tailgate, P-Tent. P10 is, yeah. P-Tent plus P-Bucket. So, what this is, and now, now you see... That, Almost every tailgate has one now. Yeah. Like if you walk through Arrowhead, um, almost every single tailgate has these now. But it's a little pop-up tent that just pops up and it's uh, it's a little tent with no roof or anything, but it just provides coverage. And then you just put Lowe's or Home Depot five-gallon paint buckets in there and mm-hmm. that becomes your P porta potty your p tent it saves you from the porta potty lines. I don't even know if there are porta potty lines anymore because everyone has a P tent. Yeah. I guess for girls who don't like don't want to pee in the pee tent mm-hmm. but there are i mean there's nothing wrong it's, with that it's uh, a gender neutral bathroom it absolutely uh-huh. is yep. um and so the pee tent is absolutely clutch it it, it makes your your tailgate so much better because then you don't have to walk all the way to the end of the line and use a porta potty mm-hmm. which are stinky and awful okay all right i'm gonna go so i started at the beginning then i'm gonna go to the end of the tailgate um and then i'll fill in the cracks with with my last two but meet number two it's all about it's all about timing that last beer that you have. Okay. So when at the, the tailgate, tailgate at the tailgate, you've got to time your last beer so that you can walk in with people. So you need to make sure because you don't want to start walking with a half full beer. You want to start walking with a full. You beer. want to start walking with a full beer. So you got to make sure you finish that beer, get a full beer. Also, you got to anticipate: Do I need a roadie? Do I need to maybe add a beer? Two beers for the Two walk? Two beers for the walk, possibly. Walk and wait? Because Mark Donovan's going to make me stand in line for so damn long. We got in real quick. One and a half beers quick. 
No, oh, it was like okay. half a beer. It was quicker. Yeah. I had to chug. I had to chug my beer because yeah. I was unprepared so for how quickly we got be on, Be ready for that. Uh, finish your beer. Try to time it up. Sync it up with your group, making sure that everyone's finishing around the same time so then mm-hmm. you can start your walk at the same time. All right. That's big. All right. My meet number two, it might be pretty controversial. Okay. Because it is, it is kind of very on Kansas City of me, uh-huh. but it's something I truly believe in. I'm I'm in favor of just pre-cooking your food. Mm-hmm. Just pre-cook the food, and I we d- we never have been a I big tailgate that like smokes. Uh, we don't do like smoking, the smoking yes. or grill like, is different than smoking. Sure, a good hot fresh burger and dogs. Yeah, that's different than like someone who is like smoking a a chicken in the parking lot. Okay, but also our tailgate uh, uh, queen of the queen of the food, Lindsay. Yeah. You know, she always pre-makes everything, and it's always delicious. Uh-huh. And you don't have to worry about setting up a grill. You don't have to worry about lighting a fire. And it's it's very good. And it's, yeah. And, all you and can, Ben smoked that pork butt. Smoked that pork butt ahead of time. Ahead of time. And brought it. And just brought boom, it in hot. Yeah. Clawed it up. Mm-hmm. When, when he got to the tailgate, just clawed it all up. And we had delicious pork uh, pulled pork sandwiches. So mm-hmm. I'm in favor of pre-cooking the food. The grill, it's nice to have. I appreciate the people that bring it. Shout mm-hmm. out the Godfather Joe, but for me, I'm gonna pre cook the food. It's just easier. Uh, yeah, I don't think you need to get too fancy if you're cooking there. Burgers and dogs is about as fancy as I would get. Yeah, and brats. But uh, yeah, outside of that, I don't think you need to get too fancy. Um, all right, uh, let's see. My side number one. Um, I'm gonna say peer pressure of the shotgun. Okay, that's love I, I love that tailgate move. You can just maybe lock eyes with a friend uh, and just be like, "I just I just got a beer. Like, should should we shotgun this? Should we gun it? Should we shotgun this?" And then starting the like, "Hey, uh, hey, someone's starting a shotgun circle over there. No one has started <laughs> it yet." But th- that's just like now we're kind of getting to that group think. Now we're gonna, uh-huh. th- that's how you get that peer pressure to work. Be like, "Hey, dude, all these people they're all shotgun and beers. They're all shotgun and beers. We should probably grab one and, and, and get with them." Let's let so, it rip. I love that peer pressure starting the shotgun. Um, along the same lines, um, I'm going with thunderstruck. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this quite fits the category, but thunderstruck. Nothing brings a tailgate together like a game of Thunderstruck. Mm-hmm. And what happens at tailgates, especially big tailgates, humble brag, like the ones we usually Huge. have. It was big. It was a, it was a big old we were tailgate. Fi- we were 50 plus. At least. Mm-hmm. It, they all, You always kind of segment, and you're, you're usually only in a group of like three or four people yep. talking at once. And so people just kind of like are segmented out in little pods of three and four. Um the thunderstruck it brings everyone in the tailgate together, and if you get a mm-hmm. group of fifty doing thunderstruck, then you get four or five starting points. Um, you gotta have, you gotta, if you're a starter, you gotta keep track of your thunderstruck so that it uh-huh. stays going. But for those of you who don't know, thunderstruck is a game where you play the song thunderstruck AC/DC. by ACDC, yep. and you start drinking when they first say thunderstruck, and then you can't stop drinking until the next until it says thunderstruck again and then it passes from person to person around in a circle and there's like four or five people that get really long get stuck on really long yeah. um uh in between thunderstrucks and uh so anyways that that game it brings the tailgate together it solidifies it's like oh i didn't know those people over there were in our tailgate like yeah. sweet mm-hmm. like welcome to thunderstruck welcome to the tailgate it's nice to meet you uh i didn't even know you were part of our tailgate but i love having you mm-hmm. All right. Um, 
Also, okay, so I'm going to round this out. My side number two, I'm a big fan of the uh, the playful heckling of opposing fans. Huge fan. There is a line. No one needs – it's pregame. No one needs to get their panties in a bunch yet. The ball has not been kicked off. I, I don't I, – you rarely see it, too. Yeah, you rarely do. Uh, so so some playful heckling, just, just a joke here or two, you know, maybe at whose jersey they're wearing. But yeah. something nice that ends with the cheers, hey, thanks for coming, have fun. Yep. You know, hey, there's barbecue over on the table. Grab well, a sandwich. Welcome. Well, be mm-hmm. a welcoming. Be an ambassador. Face. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I don't understand the people who are just like dicks to people because they're they cheer for another football team. It's like it's like if we were if yeah, we you were could traveling, be, yeah. mm-hmm. like we would be doing the same thing. Yeah, I would love it if an opposing fan said like something funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and then and then like I was like, hey, dude, you need a beer on your walk? All right. Yeah. Sup. Mm-hmm. Sweet. See you later. All right, my side number two. Um, this is like very niche and yeah. just like Get really niche. unique only okay. to us. But have a playlist that never changes. Mm, yeah, <laughs> dude. Uh, people forget Bill Snyder. Same pregame playlist. Uh, his entire tenure at K State. Okay, so that's the why same I'm... songs. Okay, so from we... 1989 to 2015, yeah. 16. That's insane. Yeah. Same song. So that's that's what our that's basically our, what we're doing. Our tailgate godfather, Joe Clubba. This is not made up. He has had the same playlist uh, on a Microsoft Zune. I love correcting people who call it an iPod. Mm-hmm. Dude, that guy's got an iPod. I'm like, no, sir. That is a Microsoft Zune. It is a Microsoft Zune, and he does add to it, but the order of the playlist stays the same, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, right when we get there, we have the same song that starts it off, and it, then we it, know the next. And it lasts five, about like an hour or so. So we hear least. the same songs yeah. multiple times, but but we know the songs in order. So like when. One song ends, we're ready for the next song and we know what's going to happen. And like, I heard a guy was like, oh, dude, like, I'm impressed. Like, I can't stream anything. He's like, I don't stream, stream. it. It's downloaded. Like, he has to plug his Zoom in yeah. into his computer to upload songs, upload MP3s to mm-hmm. it. And, uh, yeah, it, it, it makes that, it makes a tailgate. It gives it that familiarity. Uh, and it's just lovely. Gives it that vibe. Um, uh, what else? What I miss? Uh, even just like suggesting a great song to play at the tailgate—that's a good move, I think. Doesn't work at our. Doesn't tailgate. work at our tailgate. Other tailgates, it works very well. Um, yeah, this was—I kind of mentioned it with the pure pressure shotgun, but just the people are saying, just <laughs> saying that, be like, hey, people are saying like uh, we should circle up and do thunderstruck, or like, hey, uh, you're really you all know, about that group thing. I'm, I'm all about it. Um, I have um, and group food. Bring enough to share. Yeah. Bring enough to share. Contribute something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I have, um, just throw some extra beers in the cooler. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Just throw some extra ones in there. Uh, Bring some water. Yeah. You're not going to sell it in the stadium. Yeah, exactly. Um, And then then coordination is key, right? So if you go with four cars, don't line up four in a row. You want to go two on one end, two on the other end, so you can have the entire in between. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go four in a row if you have four cars or five cars or six cars. You want to go two over there, two over on this side of the aisle, and and then so your party is in between. Um, that's the way to do it. Um, yep. Also, having a tailgate captain is clutch. Get a you captain. Just, you have someone to might to start a business tailgate captain to hire for hire. Mm-hmm. That'd be a that. great business. I just hire myself out. Every week, be beautiful. Hey, I could quit my day job. It'd be awesome. I'd travel all over the country. I'll be your tailgate captain. 
to be a beautiful thing. I love it. Um, all right, that is it for us uh, this week. We've got koozies for sale. Check out the gram, slide into my DMs, and get you some koozies. And that's it. So be sure to follow us on social media at State Your Line, and we'll see you around, Kansas City.